Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Spider-Man Far From Home is the final movie in Marvel's Phase 3. It is the epilogue to the cinematic universe's Infinity Saga. Personally, I think fans have been way too harsh with star Tom Holland. I read about accusations of his having inadvertently offered spoilers as recently as a couple of weeks ago, to which I say, get a grip! Avengers Endgame came out back in April. Anyone claiming to have had the movie spoiled for them after the film's having been in release for more than about two weeks is living in a fantasy world. But ultimately, the spoiler claims are a testament to how completely the viewing public has embraced these films. Even the internet trailers for Far From Home featured disclaimers warning against watching before having seen Endgame. So, at the risk of spoiling Avengers Endgame, I will say that Spider-Man Far From Home is a movie about addressing personal loss and dealing with survivor's guilt. And in the best Spider-Man tradition, it is about putting aside personal pursuits and accepting responsibility. As the film opens, the world is enjoying the return of that half of the population recently restored after having been erased by Thanos at the conclusion of Avengers Infinity War. Among those back are Peter Parker's Aunt May and numerous classmates from Midtown High School. Somewhat challenging, particularly for the teens, is the fact that five years elapsed on Earth while the restorees return exactly as they were when erased. So, some classmates are five years younger. Peter and his classmates are headed overseas on a senior trip to Europe. But as they prepare to leave, our hero is contacted by Nick Fury, who has a mission for Spider-Man. Peter balks as he wants to enjoy some time off and profess his love to MJ. Fury ultimately catches up to Peter in Venice. Spider-Man is told a traveler from another Earth has appeared bearing dire warnings of a threat to our world by elemental creatures. Mysterio has pledged to aid our Earth against these beings who are responsible for his Earth's destruction. Spider-Man and Mysterio must team up to defeat the elementals, lest our world be the next to fall. Despite that helpful synopsis, there are twists, turns, and plenty of surprises that will keep moviegoers entertained and engaged. And there are three post-credit scenes, so don't get up until the house lights come on or you'll miss dramatic events. This movie effectively captures many elements of the Spider-Man comic books. That, along with the suggestion of the multiverse alone, make it worth the price of admission. Tom Holland, again, gives a strong performance in the lead role, and he validates the decision to reboot the franchise with his authentic, honest portrayal of Peter Parker. I love the move to make Peter a teenager. That was one of the innovations for which creator Stan Lee was responsible that separates Spider-Man from other Marvel characters. The kid is the hero. Holland is joined by returning cast members Samuel L. Jackson, Zendaya, Kobe Smulders, John Favreau, Marissa Tomei, Jake Batalon, Tony Revolori, and Martin Starr. Cast additions include J.B. Smoove, and Jury Rice, and Remy He. Zendaya, in particular, has more to do here than in Spider-Man Homecoming. I had mixed feelings about Mysterio, who fans will recognize as a traditional Spidey villain. That this character is introduced as a hero from another world put me off. But Jake Gyllenhaal is a tremendous actor who gives a spirited and nuanced portrayal that ultimately won me over. 
Homecoming director John Watts provides continuity and does an exceptional job with the screenplay by Chris McKenna and Eric Summers. And I was delighted to see Spider-Man co-creator, the late Steve Ditko, get a writing credit along with Stan Lee. And a number of other artists and writers who have contributed to the character over the years get a nod in the credits. And technically, this is a well-assembled movie with all the usual special effects, bells and whistles audiences have come to expect. Composer Michael Giacchino, as with Homecoming, provides the score here. I really enjoyed this movie and thought it was very well made. And the international locations are fun. I don't have much criticism. The pacing was frenetic and the story was kind of jumbled. And structurally it followed the formula established for Spider-Man and Homecoming. But none of that detracted from my overall enjoyment of the film. I was cheering and cringing and laughing and hoping that everything would turn out good for Spider-Man with the understanding all the while that it would be fundamentally out of character for him if it did. Nothing ever really goes well for this poor schmuck. There is no nudity, sexual situations, or profanity. And while there's plenty of action, the violence is mostly kept to a minimum, although it gets pretty intense in parts. It's rated PG-13, which is about right. You can probably get away with taking kids as young as 10 or 11. A solid and satisfying finale to Marvel's Phase 3 that heralds new excitement for Phase 4. Three out of four stars. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Fantastic Forum airs from 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia.